Welcome to another episode of the Ascend Podcast with Curtis Vickery. Uh, if you haven't yet, please take a minute and leave a review of this podcast or uh, share an episode today with a friend. And just a reminder that new episodes drop every Wednesday morning. So today in episode 12, uh, I want to talk about how in my current job, I interact with a lot of college students, uh, specifically college student employees. Many of them don't have a significant amount of job experience, and they need to be coached up sometimes in what professionalism is and what it looks like. And I came across an article written by John Gordon titled, 10 Ways to Succeed with Zero Talent. And it is a must read, everybody. Okay, You've got to read this. Super simple points, but so powerful. And today I want to actually review those 10 ways or keys that he identifies. And hopefully you'll be able to extract something out of it that you can do to bolster yourself or set yourself apart a little bit more and to positively contribute in your job. I'll make sure that I uh, attach the link to the article that he wrote in the description. So number one that John Gordon identifies is to be on time. He says others, sorry, honor others by representing their time. Earning respect starts by giving it. I cannot echo this enough. So many people struggle showing up on time. I'm not always saying that you've got to be 15, 20 minutes early. That can be another conversation for another day for why that could be good to show up early. But at a minimum, you got to be on time. And there are so many college students, even adults, that they commit to be someplace and they don't honor that commitment. And it may seem like a small thing. It is. It's a small thing as a professional that sets you apart, right? And so you can set yourself apart by when you commit to be someplace, you're at that place when you should be there. Okay, number two, show up and do the work. He says if they praise you, show up and do the work. If they criticize you, show up and do the work. If no one even notices you, just show up and do the work. Just keep showing up, doing the work, and leading the way. And I can attest to you that that is effective. It's extremely hard to do because we all have our ways that we like to um, receive uh, love and appreciation for the work that we do. And if we don't get it, it can become kind of hard. But it comes to a point where we have to we have to make that choice for ourselves. Are we doing it because of the praise or are we doing it because it's what we committed to do? And that's who we are. And we were going to honor that. And by showing up and doing the work and grinding, man, we put ourselves in a spot that when other opportunities come, if this isn't the long-term maybe goal, we're going to be set up and people are going to be able to advocate for us to be like, wow. And they are a hard worker. They're going to show up every day. They're going to be on time. And they're going to do what you ask them to do. Number three, give your best in all that you do. It doesn't matter what everyone else is or isn't doing. You've got to focus on what we can contribute every day. And when we give our best, we give permission for others also to do that. And we can easily inspire others to give their best too. Um and I think this ties into actually the next one that he talks about, which is be positively contagious. Our attitude, our work ethic, the best that we give, those type of things are contagious to do because it becomes the norm. It becomes the culture. And if 
that's the norm, then that's the standard that's set for your organization. It's the standard that's set for yourself that, you know what, this is what we do. We do high quality work. And I love that he talks about how that we can look for opportunities to encourage and uplift those around us. And again, that doesn't seem maybe like a super important, you need to like take all of your time to do that throughout the day in your job. But little things like that make a big difference. One of the things that I talk about, it's kind of sarcastic, but it, it really helps to drive home the point with a lot of the employees that I work with is we talk about how if we want to work in a positive work environment, we can't wait for other people to be positive to justify us being positive. We have to be positive on our own. It's on us, if we want a positive environment, to be the reason why it's a positive environment. It's super convenient and easy to do when everybody else is doing it, and that's what we want. We want to make it easy for people. But at the same time, you don't hear people saying, you know what, I would rather work in a negative work environment than a positive one. I just don't like it when people are positive, right? No, we all want to be in a positive work environment, work environment, and it starts with us. Number five is to have an attitude of gratitude. Uh, he says, every day we have a choice. We can choose to be grateful and see the good in all that we have, or, we're, or we can let anger, fear, doubt, insecurities rob us of our joy and the life that we're meant to live. The choice is ours today. Oh, so true that we we can choose to find the joy. We can choose to find the good in the work that we do or the value that it's bringing to us. However small or large it may be, that's a choice that we get to make. And uh, ironically, that when we make that choice, it increases our joy and we tend to find more gratitude in our life because it's a habit of ours. Number six, he says to seek solutions versus dwelling on problems. This is really difficult, especially in a world where we are prone to point out, I'm guilty of this too, you know, prone to point out the problems in life. It's easy to see the problems. It's right in front of our face. We're like, oh my goodness, look how bad that is. Or why would you ever do that? I would never do that, right? But the way that we set ourselves apart is instead of dwelling on the problems, we seek to propose solutions, you know, to solve those and hopefully positive solutions that impact yourself and the others around you to be able to overcome those those challenges. Those people are impactful and important in every organization. Number seven is to have passion. Passion fuels your purpose. Um, the strongest may survive, he says, but it is the passionate that will thrive. I love that. You may survive yeah, if you're strong, but if you're passionate, you'll actually thrive and enjoy it. So we can make that choice today. Again, we can choose to have passion and tie our passion and our work and our positivity into the vision of what we're trying to do or the impact for those that it has for other people. That's a great thing. Number eight says to be coachable. And this is uh, this is pretty, I think, misunderstood because a lot of people think that like, oh, I'm teachable, I'm humble, like, hey, you correct me. Like, if you see something I'm doing wrong, I'm willing to improve. But when that time comes, man, so many people are not 
as good at accepting that as they like to think that they are, you know, staying humble and being hungry is so important, but also just be willing to have the attitude of being a lifelong learner. It was John Gordon was the first kind of one that I heard talk about this, not in this article, but in a book that I read of his that really got me to think about how important it is to be a lifelong learner. And I used to, I used to teach at the high school level. I used to coach at the high school level. I still coach like younger kids now, but just this idea that like there's always room to learn is such a great attitude to have. It's a great culture to foster in any workplace that you're at. And as you do, you, you're able to help others around you improve and it raises the whole organization to a higher level. Number nine, he says, do more than what's required. I love this. Average effort generates average results. One of the things that I talk about when I talk to our new hires in our new hire orientation, my uh, organization, is that professionals are called professionals because they're a pro at what they do. They don't call people professionals if they're, if they're average. There's a lot of people that have college degrees that could be in a professional occupation, but yet just because they're in a professional occupation doesn't mean that they're a pro at what they do. People are still lazy. People still don't do high-quality work you know, just because they have a degree. We set ourselves apart by the effort and the work that we do. And by going a little bit above and beyond, trying to anticipate those needs, you know, preparing for the extra questions or trying to, to plan ahead a little bit more, those little things, a little extra each day, you know, can create big results over time. And that's what sets you apart as being a professional doing a little bit more than what's required of you. Don't be average. You want to be a pro. Number 10, believe in yourself. And there's so much negative talk in the world. You don't need to give it to yourself. Hey, you need to be an advocate for yourself. Talk to yourself. Feed yourself up the positive goodness. And again, you can do great things. You matter. You're capable. And you're here for a reason. And to kind of just recap his 10 things that he talks about there um, is that none of them cost money. You don't need to go to a special like school to learn how to do these things. They just require intentional effort and commitment. There is no reason that every single person in every organization couldn't do these things. Could you imagine if everybody in your organization had passion for the work they did, if everyone showed up on time, if everyone was positively contagious, if everyone had gratitude, if everyone that brought up a concern or a problem also brought up a potential solution. I mean, that sounds like an ideal workplace, right? And we can be a part of that by setting ourselves apart with these things that take no talent. Right? We can be successful in a lot of our work without any talent. It's not saying that talent's not important and that uh, degrees and like the, that skill set isn't, isn't vital to some jobs, right? But these are little things that set us apart. And I challenge you this week to really choose one of those 10 things. You know, choose one of those areas to try to strive to be a little better in. Because again, we don't have to make huge gains all the time. We got to just improve a little bit every day 
and let that challenge or that improvement or that area that you're wanting to kind of focus on to be better at, let that be the start of, again, of building a better you and a more professional you for tomorrow. This has been another episode of the Ascent Podcast. Keep climbing and join me again next time.